This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. not only says thou shalt not bear false witness it says thou shalt not take the name of the lord thy god in vain and i'll just have you know something at this very moment caiaphas regrets ever using god's name in vain he's been suffering the penalty the bible says god want to hold them guiltless that takes his name hey look caiaphas has been suffering the penalty taking god's name in vain and using these means of dishonesty for all these years. And folks, I would do you a great disservice to not emphasize the fact that God loves truth. God loves righteousness, and thou shalt not bear false witness. He used theatrics to make his point. He calls out on the name of God, I adjure thee by the name of the living God that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus responds, verse 64, Jesus saith unto him, thou hast said. He doesn't deny that he is the Christ. He actually admits that he is the Christ. And he goes on to give more detail. It's so important and wonderful. Jesus is speaking the truth. Nevertheless, I say unto you, hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power, and coming in the clouds of heaven. He said, I'm going to die on the cross. I'm going to be buried in a bar tomb. I'm going to rise again victoriously. It's going to happen. And look what the Bible says in verse 65. Here's the high priest. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He hath spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses Behold, now you have heard his blasphemy. The word blasphemy was a big word at this time. If you were guilty of blasphemy, it was punishable by death and quick death. Blasphemy. And so here's what we see in this passage of Scripture, the theatrics. And you don't have to look very far to see people putting on big shows trying to make their points, use big words to try to sway the voters, to try to sway the congregation. I don't want to be guilty of theatrics. I want truth to stand. What did this high priest do? The Bible says that he heard this witness and he heard Jesus give his testimony and he rent his clothes. He just put on a show. He's like, oh, this is terrible. Honestly, I believe that if you or I were sitting and watching this scene, it would be comical how foolish this man was acting. And then he comes out with these giant words, blasphemy, he's blasphemous. He puts on this big show, and all the while his whole purpose is to get the folks listening and the people around him to get on his wagon. Because remember, he didn't care if this trial ended in truth. All he wanted was this trial to end in the death of Christ who had become his enemy. 
He used theatrics. Look, there was a little story that was told to me when I was a boy, and it makes real good sense. It's about the little boy who cried wolf. He cried wolf and cried wolf. And every time folks came to his rescue, because he cried out, It's a wolf! Finally, when the actual wolf came, nobody trusted his word because he'd been using the wolf word all along. When the real wolf came, nobody came to his aid, and the little kid got ate. <laughs> I don't remember if it's exactly how it went, but nobody came to his rescue. Now, here's what I see in our society. A society that reeks of dishonesty. Everybody's crying wolf. One person says, this is an atrocity. Somebody on the other side looks back and says, it's atrocity. And they use these big words and they put on these theatrics and they do anything they can to sway people who are trying to figure out what's going on. The theatrics are dishonest. He rends his clothes. There's Old Testament proof that Caiaphas, by rending his clothes, defamed his place as the high priest according to the Old Testament law. He rendered himself, when he rent his clothes according to the Old Testament law, he rendered himself no longer a viable high priest as if he were to begin with. And it won't be but just a few hours until not only is there no need for a high priest because this fake high priest, Caiaphas, who was a liar, he was getting ready to send the high priest forever and ever to the cross of Calvary. It won't be just a few hours till the temple veil is rent in twain and he is useless anyway. And I want you to know something. Anything in this world that is not rooted and anchored in Creator God is something that at best is temporary. Caiaphas was a liar and he used theatrics and big words and exaggeration in order to make his point. But I want you to know something. Though he made his point to a little mob, he lost everything for all of eternity because he would not humble himself before the king, glorious, victorious forever, Jesus Christ. Thou shalt not bear false witness. They employed theatrics. Look what else these dishonest leaders did. They enlisted the mob. Look what the Bible says and shows us here in verse number 66. Caiaphas has just rent his clothes and cried blasphemy twice. And he looks at this crowd of people, people without unwilling to think, people who are rolling in their emotion and emptiness. He says, what think ye? They answered and said, he is guilty of death. It wasn't something rooted in truth. They just got, they became guilty of following the mob. A group of people will cry out, crucify him. Was it rooted in truth? No. 
the leaders had borne false witness and the mind-numb mob followed in their emotion and emptiness and amen to the dishonesty. Oh, may we not be guilty. They used a mob. And then what, ha what happens next is such a picture of dishonest godlessness. The product of dishonesty. It's inhumane. Look what the Bible says. They cried out that he's guilty of death. Verse 67, then did they spit in his face and buffeted him. And others smote him with the palms of their hands. What did they do to Jesus? Did they stand up with some type of some form of integrity and, and say, you know, we've had an honest trial and the man is guilty to be punished, take him to his quarters, get him his last meal. We'll do what the law requires. Treat him with some integrity. No. The liars, they smote him and smacked him and assaulted our Savior. Why? Because I want you to know when you leave God out and you are not honest, you also become heartless and brutal. They spit in his face. The worst of criminal does not deserve that. It's not right. It's not Christ-like. It's not Christian. They buffeted him. Others smote him with the palms of their hands. Then they used mockery. Listen to them mock him. Saying, prophesy unto us, thou Christ, who is he that smote thee? They used mockery. Do you know where, all, where it all begins? It all begins with dishonesty. It's a progression and it begins with dishonesty because dishonesty leaves God out. And when you leave God out, we are wicked people. We must guard the integrity of our words and actions. And we must not bear false witness. You say, Whew, I'm glad I'm not like a I'm glad I'm not Caiaphas and I'm glad I'm not on that side. I want you to see one other person in the next couple minutes that became also guilty of being dishonest. It was somebody that you'd never expect. As a matter of fact, just a, probably two or three hours ago in the story, he swore to Jesus that he would never forsake the Lord. That he would even go into death with him, but he didn't. His name was Peter. What did Peter do? Peter denied Christ. You're right. He denied him three times. What did Peter, how did Peter deny Christ? He bore false witness. Look at the Bible says, Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. Did Peter know what they were talking about? Yes. What did Peter do? He lied. He was dishonest. Why did he lie? Well, he was afraid. He was at high stress. He didn't know what, what would happen if he admitted to knowing Jesus. And he had lots of excuses, but none of them right. He lied and denied the Lord. Verse 71, when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto, the, unto them, 
that were there. This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth, verse 72. And again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. He said, I swear to you I don't know him. What did Peter do? He denied the Lord. How did he deny the Lord? He didn't tell the truth. He lied. Not only did he lie, but he used an oath. He said, I swear to you I don't know. I, I found out. I, when someone says, I, now I ain't lying, they probably are. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. I ain't lying, man. I don't know him. What did he use? Dishonesty. He bore false witness and denied Christ a second time. Well, the Bible says in verse 73, And after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thy speech berayeth thee. What's that mean? That means they heard him talking. He was sitting around the fire on his hands having a conversation, and he spoke like somebody that had been with Jesus. It was a compliment. It was a compliment. Yet, in fear and cowardice, inexcusably the Bible says Peter spoke up he says I'm going to try to keep myself from sounding like a Christian then began he to curse and to swear saying I know not the man and immediately the cock crew (laughs) do you hear it the cock crowed here's what the Bible says Peter remembered the word of Jesus which said unto him Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. When he heard that cock crow, he was reminded of what Jesus had told him. And when he remembered what God had told him, he realized what he had done. And he wept bitterly. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.